Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. Thank you so much for spending time with me. We're going to read the scriptures together and learn something from heaven. Today, I would like to talk about a very important subject that we need to understand and practice. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, that you will reveal the truth to us, and we want to learn from you, Lord. We know, Lord, that the truth shall set us free. We thank you so much, Lord, for your Holy Spirit, who is our greatest teacher. We welcome the Holy Spirit and ask your Holy Spirit to teach us, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I would like to start to read 1 Kings chapter 15, verses 1 to 5. I would like to talk about cleaning our house or cleaning our life. 1 Kings chapter 15, verses 1 to 5. You're going to see many names in this story and I would explain to you. In the 18th year of the reign of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, Abijah became king of Judah. You heard these two names, Jeroboam and Abijah. At that time, the children of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob were divided into two nations, Israel and Judah. Jeroboam was the king of the northern kingdom, Israel. Abijah became the king of the southern kingdom, Judah. Verse 2, And he, Abijah, reigned in Jerusalem three years. He reigned only three years. His mother's name was Makkah, daughter of Abish-Halom. He committed all the sins his father, his father is Rehoboam, had done before him. His heart was not fully devoted to the Lord his God, as the heart of David, his forefather, had been. Verse 4, Nevertheless, for David's sake, the Lord his God gave him a lamb in Jerusalem by raising up a son to succeed him and by making Jerusalem strong. For David had done what was right in the eyes of the Lord and had not failed to keep any of the Lord's commands all the days of his life, except in the case of Uriah the Hittite. You heard these three names, Jeroboam, the king of the northern kingdom Israel. And also Abijah, the second king of Judah. Abijah's dad, Rehoboam, committed also idolatry and he walked away from God. But the grandfather, King David, loved God, committed his life to God. And because of the righteousness and the commitment of King David, God has mercy on Jerusalem. And he promised the children of Judah that 
the third king after Abijah was going to be the good king and would save Jerusalem. So I hope you follow the story. King David was faithful to God except one sin that he committed adultery and plot a plan to kill the husband of his wife, uh, the one that he took from Uriah, and Uriah died in the battlefield. Now let's look at the man that I want to talk about, the son of Abijah. Abijah was the wicked king who walked away from God. First King chapter 15, verses 11 to 12, continue to say, Asa conducted himself well before God, reviving the ways of his ancestor David. David loved God, worshipped God. He cleansed house. He got rid of the sacred prostitutes and threw out all the idols his predecessors had made. Now we want to talk about Asa, the good king, the king who cleansed the house of God and the country and his own house. Asa was a descendant of King David. He was the third king of the southern kingdom of Judah. He ruled for 41 years. His father, Abijah, was a wicked king. He ruled only three years. He died early. Abijah was not a good king, but his son, by the grace of God, wanted to follow the footsteps of King David. He did what was good and right in the eyes of the Lord, his God. The biblical account of Asa's reign is detailed in 1 Kings chapter 15 and 2 Chronicles chapter 14, 15, and 16. Asa became king of Judah in the 20th year of Jeroboam of Israel reign. Jeroboam was the first king of the northern kingdom of Israel after the kingdom was divided. Asa's father, Abijah, had done much evil in God's sight and only ruled for three years. Asa's grandfather, Rehoboam, had also done evil in God's sight. But King Asa was a good man, a godly man. He instituted reform. He removed the male tried prostitute. You may wonder what was the male tried prostitute, or we can call the male cult prostitutes. What are they? So you need to understand this. The God of the Bible told the Jews to banish the male tribe prostitute. The Jews were not permitted to make any idol in the likeness of a man nor a woman. When you talk about prostitute, you think that prostitute is about trade in sexual favors, buying and selling of sex. But the God of the Bible have a different view on this and explain to us that prostitution is much more than buying and selling of unlawful sex. The Bible speaks about spiritual prostitution. 
this kind of adultery toward God starts with making an image or an idol of human being and worship that idol. The moment you brand such production as anything but sin, you have become a member of a prostitution racket. There is a natural prostitution that people sell and buy unlawful sex, and the Bible here talk about spiritual prostitution. People worship the statue of human being. Asa cut down Asherah poles and even deposed his grandmother Mecca from the position as queen mother because of her involvement with Asherah worship. What is Asherah? What is Asherah pole? Asherah is an ancient Semitic religion. She is a mother goddess, and the people in that generation produce the statue of Asherah pole for people to worship. But Asa get rid of all these poles in the country. He got rid of the idols in the country. Asa also commanded the people of Judah to follow the Lord wholeheartedly. Wow, I like this leadership. The leadership who got rid of idols, the leadership who encouraged the followers to really love Yahweh, the Almighty God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. First King chapter 15, verse 14 say, Although he did not remove the high places, Asa's heart was fully committed to the Lord all his life. Are you that kind of Christian today? Are you fully committed your life to the Lord? Do you get rid of all the idols in your life? Do you really serve only one God? King Asa took the throne of Judah and boldly removed the idols and pagans' altars that his predecessors had allowed. He put a stop to what had been stopping Judah from prospering or from being blessed by God. I would like to read Second Chronicles chapter 14, verses 1 to 12. What a powerful story. I like Asa very much and what he did for the people of God. When Abijah died, he was buried in the city of David. Then his son Asa became the next king. There was peace in the land for 10 years. You see, when the leader and the people who follow the leader love God, got rid of idols and commit their life to God, God gave them shalom. God gave them peace for many years. Asa did what was pleasing and good in the sight of the Lord his God. I pray that one day when you got to heaven, you opened your book of your history on earth or your children talk about you after you pass this world. Your children and your history book in heaven say that this person, this believer or disciple did what was pleasing and good in the sight of the Lord, her or his God. He removed the foreign altars and the pagan shrines. He smashed the sacred pillars and cut down the Asherah poles. 
he commanded the people of Judah. He commanded the people of Judah to seek the Lord, the God of their ancestors, and to obey His law and His commands. Asa also removed the pagan shrines as well as the incense altars from every one of Judah's towns. So Asa kingdom enjoy a period of peace. Do you want to have peace? Do you want to God to receive the blessing from God? Do you want God to really shower His favor on you? You need to seek the Lord with all your heart, obey Him, and serve Him. Commit your life to God, and you need to get rid of idols in your life. During those peaceful years, he was able to build up. The fortified towns throughout Judah. No one tried to make war against him at this time, for the Lord was giving him rest from his enemies. I like that. God gave him rest. Asa told the people of Judah, "Let us build towns and fortify them with walls, towers, gates, and bars." The land is still ours because we sought. You notice he gave the reason why the land is still the property of the people of Judah instead of being taken over by the enemy, because we sought the Lord our God, and He has given us peace on every side. I pray that your life, your family. Your home, your church, your country, your village will find the peace of God on every side, because you and your household, and the members of your church and your pastor seek the Lord, your God, fully, and they don't have any idols in their life. The Bible continues to say. So they went ahead with these projects and brought them to completion. Verse eight: King Asa had an army of three hundred thousand warriors from the tribe of Judah, armed with large shields and spears. He also had an army of two hundred eighty thousand warriors from the tribe of Benjamin, armed with small shields and bows. Both armies were composed of well-trained fighting men. Once, an Ethiopian named Zerah attacked Judah with an army of one million men and three hundred chariots. Wow, this Ethiopian army had double size of manpower over the. Army of Judah, one million men. They advanced to the town of Maresha. So Asa deployed his army for battle in the valley north of Maresha. Then look at what the Bible says here. Then Asa cried out to the Lord his God. You see, he prayed. He trusted God. He depended on God. Oh Lord, no one but you can help the powerless against the mighty. He knew that the army of Judah was smaller, half the size. 
So compared to one million soldiers, it was powerless. Help us, O Lord, our God, for we trust in you alone. I like that. Do you trust God? Do you depend on God in everything you do? It is in your name that we have come against this vast horde. O Lord, you are our God. Do not let mere men prevail against you. So in other words, he claimed that the army of Judah belonged to God. God is a commander. And these enemies came against God himself. So the Lord, I like this one. So the Lord defeated the Ethiopians in the presence of Asa and the army of Judah. And the enemy fled. And if you continue to read the story, wow, the army of Judah got the spoil, got the, all the material and valuable things from Ethiopian army. You can see that this man, Asa, the king of Judah, loved God, commit his life to God, sought the Lord, got rid of idols. He fully commit his life to God. And he also led the people of Judah toward God, not toward himself. When an army of a million men attacked Judah, Asa called out to God for help, and the Lord defeated that army with Judah taking an abundance of plunder. Do you need to do some house cleaning? House means your home and your life and your church. Are you letting things hang around that you know are not good for your life? Idols and bad things? You need to put a stop to them, the idols and bad things, before they stop you from being prosperous and being blessed by God. You may need to remove some of the bad picture, maybe pornographic books and movies and some bad books in your house. You may need to remove some idols in your house. I know that in America, people may not have idols like in Asia, but your idols can be some games or something in your life I don't ask you to burn those things, but you need to get rid of them from your heart. You don't worship them. You may need to remove the anger, the jealousy, the bitterness, a critical spirit, judgmental spirit, or lazy spirit, uncommitted spirit, greed, the love of money. Remove all of these things. And God will take you to a new level. He will make things happen that you could not even make happen because God is pleased with you that you commit your life fully to God and you get rid of all these idols from your life. Even though you face an impossible situation like Asa faced one million men army, God can help you, give you a good break and victory. Because you commit your life fully to God. Sometimes we think things on the outside are stopping us. But if you look inside, and we will see idols in our heart here. Such as some of us worship anger. Some of us worship wrong thinking, jealousy, 
or unforgiveness. We must remove what we know is not the best for our life, and then we would see God's favor in a new way. The Bible tells us not to worship or serve other gods or idols. Daniel chapter three verse eighteen. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we will not serve your gods, small g, or worship the golden image which you have set up. You can see that this Hebrew man say we will not worship the gold image, the golden image. We will not worship your false gods. This Hebrew man stood firm in their faith. They're going to worship only Yahweh, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. First Peter chapter four verses one to three. Therefore, since Christ suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourself also with the same mind, for he who has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin, that he no longer should live the rest of his life in the flesh, for the lusts of men. But for the will of God. In other words, you willing to crucify your flesh, you suffer your flesh. You say no to your flesh. You are not trying to seek the pleasure of your flesh. You say no to the lust of the flesh, and you say yes to the Holy Spirit. You don't worship your flesh. You don't worship Satan and the system of the world. For we have spent enough of our past lifetime in doing the will of the Gentiles. Which means idol worships, or pleasing the flesh, or following the way of Satan. When we walk in lewdness, lewdness is also the idol, lust, drunkenness, reveries, drinking parties, and abominable idolatries. God say, after you give your life to God, don't follow the flesh anymore. Don't follow the system of the world or the way of Satan, and stop practicing idolatries. Ezekiel chapter fourteen six to eight say, therefore say to the house of Israel, say to the church of Christ now, thus say the Lord God, repent and turn away from your idols and turn away your faces from all your abominations. For any one of the house of Israel or of the strangers who sojourn in Israel, who separates himself from me, taking his idols into his heart and putting the stumbling block of his iniquity before his face, and yet comes to a prophet to consult me through him, I, the Lord, will answer him myself. God was angry. When his people worship idols, or follow the way of Satan, and I will set my face against that man, I will make him a sign, and by word, and cut him off from the midst of my people, and you shall know that I am the Lord. I believe that Abijah, the second king of Judah, died after three years. Of being a king because he worshipped idol, God cut him off. But Asa loved God and he lived a long life. God blessed him, gave peace to him, 
so much. Wow, I like to be like Asa and King David. Exodus chapter 20, verses 3 to 6. You shall have no other gods before or besides me. You shall not make yourself any graven image to worship it or any likeness of anything that is in the heavens above or that is in the earth beneath. So don't worship picture of people. Don't make animal idols, picture of animal and worship picture or statue. Or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down yourself to them or serve them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing mercy and steadfast love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. Oh, brother and sister, I pray that you love God. You will not worship idols. You have no idols in your life. Your idol can be a car, a sport car, a computer, a game, or golfing or anything. I don't mean that you cannot play golf. I don't mean that you don't have the, cannot have a sport car or a computer. But don't worship those things. Don't worship your own reputation, money, success. Don't worship your own business. You work so hard for your business and you forget about God. As a doctor, I don't worship my medical practice. I worship God. God gave me the job as a doctor just to feed my family and to have finances to support the gospel. I love God more than my medical practice or my knowledge of neurosurgery. Leviticus 26.1 Do not make idols or set up carved images or sacred pillars or sculpture stones in your land so you may worship them. I am the Lord your God. You can see that God commanded his people again and again and again. No idols. No idolatry. Don't worship any image or anything except God. Colossians chapter 3 verse 5. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature. Sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed which is idolatry. I live in America and I don't see much statue and idols on the shelf of people's house. But in this civilized country, the idols in the heart of people is greed, money, 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 materials, comfortable life, Don't take me wrong. Don't misunderstand God. Money itself is not bad. But the love of money, greed for money, is idolatry. Nothing wrong to be rich. Nothing wrong to have a nice house and a nice car. Nothing wrong to have a lot of money in the bank account. But don't worship those things. You're willing to give. You're willing to pay tithe. You're willing to support the poor, the widow, you're willing to support the gospel, you're willing to give out because you are not attached to materials and money. If you're attached to them, they are your idols. So please 
get rid of this hard attitude. One of the way to stop greed is to go against it by writing the check or putting money in the envelope and give it out to the poor. Give your finances to the church and to the ministry or to tie to the church. You need to break that spirit of greed, which is idolatry. First Thessalonians one nine, for they keep talking about the wonderful welcome you gave us, and how you turn away from idols to serve the living and true God. First John five twenty one, let us turn away from idols and serve the living God. First John five twenty one, dear children, keep away from anything that might take God's place in your heart. That is New Living Translation. Let's look at another translation. Little children, keep yourself from idols. Amen. New King James Version. So in conclusion, we learned a story about the life of Asa, the king of Judah. He is the third king. His grandfather and his father committed idolatry sin. His grandma also worshipped idols, and he was so strong he even took the position of the queen mother out of her because she worshipped idol. Wow, this man really strong leadership. He committed his life fully to God, and when he faced troubles that looked impossible to have victory over, God helped him. God gave him victory supernaturally. God gave the peace to His land, to the land of Judah, for many years. I pray that this will happen to your home, to your marriage, to your household, to your church. Let us become like Asa in this generation. Let us pray. Father, thank you so much for giving us, Lord, understanding of the. Serious problem of idolatry. Thank you, Lord, that you give us bonus and grace and power to remove those things that we need to get out of our life. Lord, we cannot do this on our own strength. So I ask you for help to break and to get rid of whatever needs to be removed from our life. It may be jealousy. It may be anger, unforgiveness, materials, money, real statue of idols, or sometimes we worship people. Lord, help us clean our house, clean our life, and clean our church. In Jesus' name, Amen. Praise the Lord! I believe you learned something here. This is a wonderful lesson for this generation. And sometimes Christians worship idols without knowing it. Worship maybe computer game or worship some program in the smartphone. Spending time on the phone too much instead of reading the Bible and serving the Lord. We need to. Make sure that we use the technology for the benefit of the kingdom and the 
benefit for our life, but not allow those technology to be our idols. Amen. God bless you. May the Lord shower His blessing upon you, and give you faith and love, grace, and bonus to do the right thing like Asa. In Jesus' name, Amen. God bless you. I hope to see you in other teachings, and God loves you so much. Thank you so much. Amen. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.